No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. Do you have some regrets? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey friends. Hello and welcome to episode 25. Today we are talking about regrets. But first, Clay, what are we drinking? Montelier. <laughs> it sounds like a wine or something, but it's fizzy water. Yeah, it is the best spark. Mm, no, take that back. Okay. Not the best sparkling yes. water, but my new favorite sparkling water because the combination of quality and price is fantastic and it's in the skinny unfortunately the skinny tall cans which makes me feel very fancy i actually don't like the skinny tall cans oh. that's my one uh, they don't dislike. fit in card cup holders exactly well. yeah, yeah. i mean i i think they look nice but like yeah I, I don't i can't fit it in my car cup holder i can't put it in my bike water bottle holder i can't do that with a can of soda anyway but regardless <laughs> <laughs> Clay has replaced uh, all of his water intake with sparkling water. Uh, a long time ago, actually. <laughs> we drank a lot of sparkling oh, water my in gosh. our house. And we have so strong opinions on sparkling much. water. So, so much. So um, we're going to This try. one is only available in Canada. It's very, very good. We like it a lot. And we are sad to be leaving Canada, partially because we are sad we won't have this fizzy water anymore. But we can talk about the best fizzy waters quickly. And we will not be taking arguments or uh, comments on this. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. You can argue if you want, but you'll Please. be wrong. Wow. <laughs> We've tried them all and we drink it so much. So the best is Pellegrino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the green uh, bottles. It's just classic. Under- it's special. If people say they don't like Pellegrino. I understand why. Because it has its own flavor. But it's definitely my favorite. It's got a little bit more of a mineral-y flavor to it, mm-hmm. especially out of the glass bottles, which I freaking love. It's like if I want to have like a nice bottle of water like for the table when I'm having sparkling water at like a nice restaurant, like Pellegrino is it. It's, it's the way. But as far as like canned sparkling water that we're drinking regularly in our house, yeah, the best to me... Um, is either this Montelier, which is probably, and it's probably tied with Trader Joe's. Yeah, totally. I love the Trader Joe's one too. It's just, I don't know, it's it's well balanced. It's got to have like, okay, so we t- <laughs> it's, does it have any like additional flavor other than like, so we're just talking about plain sparkling water. We, our evolution went something like we drank a lot of soda too. We drink a lot of like LaCroix and Spindrift and too. We like, we only drink plain sparkling water where these people now. I don't know what that means. Mostly it means that the flavored stuff gives me a headache. But (laughs) Yeah, actually diet soda does that to me too. It's really weird. So we we do this now. And the fizziness just, I don't know, something something about drinking something fizzy just feels so good. So we drink a lot of sparkling water. But uh, yes, Trader Joe's is the the best. And it's it's about like how many bubbles there are and how big the bubbles feel. I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) It's going to have the right fizziness. People are thinking like, Oh my gosh, what podcast did I turn on? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Sparkling Water Today. 
yeah, I'll drink like plain club soda, even like just like regular Canada dry club soda, like especially on like an airplane. Like that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. You won't like put a twist of lime in it or anything? Uh, No, I'm boring. Really? Yeah. I mean, I will if it's around, but like I don't ask for it. Yeah. But we, uh, so yeah, those are the two best, the three best in my opinion, Pellegrino, Montelier, Trader Joe's. Yep. Uh, What about Perrier? Perrier is like solidly in the middle. It goes with all the middle stuff. So all the rest is basically the middle stuff. Like LaCroix, Polar. Every store brand mostly. Uh, Except for the ones that are at the bottom. (laughs) Except for those. Um, Also, I I wouldn't put bubbly, like the plain bubbly in that category. That's one of the ones at the bottom. Yep. Yeah, so it's like LaCroix, Polar, like your your average store brand, Mm -hmm. I think, is all in the middle. It's like, it's good. It's fine. I'd put like most like branded club soda in there like mm-hmm. it's good it's it's good it's not complicated no you don't have to work too hard to do a pretty good sp- i mean yeah i guess i've never made well we did the whole soda stream yeah thing. i was gonna say we had soda stream and we didn't like it so <laughs> uh, mostly it's because i like drinking it out of cans i think for me it was having the thing on the counter because it's such a damn huge thing why does it have to be so big you could literally have like a handheld thing you could put on top of a bottle and like a tiny little. Oh, we should patent that. Right? Tim, no. Tim, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. No. Oh. Well, I didn't like the soda stream too because we were like, we would use it a bunch and then we wouldn't have sparkling water around like outside of that. And then we'd like run out of the canisters and then we'd be like, oh shoot, now we don't yeah. have any sparkling water. And you could never like quite tell if, you if it's were running out. out and then yeah. you like make make a bottle it's of it not, and you're like, oh, this one I isn't don't think actually, this, soda, this is actually kind of flat. Yeah, I don't think the soda stream is actually for people who like live on sparkling water. Mm, it's I think like it's for supposed if it's a treat once in a while. No, I think it's supposed to be. Maybe so. I don't know. It wasn't for me. Mm. Uh, is, that was the second time we owned a soda stream. I know. We tried twice. And we stopped both times because it's just, yeah. It's not quite right. Not quite right. And um, then. But I don't like making all of the can waste. The bad sparkling water is. Oh, right. Yes. Back to the ranking. Bubbly because they put weird shit in with it and you can taste it. Yeah. It has a bunch of salts in it. I guess it's like a Gatorade like electrolytes thing. But yeah, it's. I don't, I don't know. like it. I it's like. Min- it no, makes but me. See, here's the thing. It's different than mineral water. Yes. Like. Yeah. It's not natural. It didn't come from the spring that way. They added yeah. a bunch of stuff. It's to like it tap water with. It just doesn't stuff. taste right. Yeah. I don't like that one. And um, then. Uh, my least favorite of all time is the uh, Whole Foods 365 one. And that, as far as I can tell, tastes weird because of the source. Yeah, it's sweet. It's almost like, how is water sweet? Why would water be sweet? I don't know. Yeah, but it is. It's like there's a little bit of, uh, maybe it was a few batches that we had a couple years ago. Who knows? I feel like I've had it other times because it's like every once in a while we'll get mm-hmm. stuff at Whole Foods and that's like the cheapest sparkling water. So we get it and then... Like, oh yeah, <laughs> the cheapest I don't like sparkling this. water at Whole Foods is also like <laughs> <laughs> the regular price sparkling water. We don't at shop Safeway. at Whole Foods often. <laughs> yeah, it's a treat when we do. Oh gosh, is I, it? Well, oh well. Hmm. I every time I think about going there, I'm like, oh yeah, I love going to Whole Foods, and then like 
You can't actually get most of your groceries. There. I end up kind of disappointed. Yeah. I really like. So here's where I like it, and this is like why I like Fresh Market. When we had a Fresh Market by us, mm-hmm. I like it to like get prepared foods mm-hmm. and like order like grab dinner and a bottle of wine or like something special or like um, some cheese and crackers. Like it's a great place for that kind of stuff. But you might as well go to a restaurant. But I like that better. Like okay. it's not. Okay. Yes, okay. of course, it's not cheap. And the same thing with Fresh Market. Right. My one of my favorite things to do when we had a fresh market where we lived was to like go get fresh market sushi and maybe like a prepared salad and like a nice like a nice-ish bottle of wine mm-hmm. and like have a little date night at home. Mm-hmm. Like that is I like I just really like it. It's like special. It's and going there is nice too. And I don't even like grocery stores usually, but I don't mind going to like fresh market or Whole Foods or um even Trader Joe's though either. Yeah. And I mean, Trader Joe's is the best by far in every way as far as stores for me, because it has most of what we want. And it has it's the not terribly expensive, and it's kind of nice. It's a small store. It's not yeah, huge. Yeah, I like that you a lot. I mean, everything. I like Aldi a lot too. The prices aren't too high. I actually like Aldi for that too. That it's small, and the prices are. Definitely it feels good very at Aldi. manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I can't. Man, I cannot. I'm a little bummed we're gonna be in a place this winter. Uh huh. That we don't have quick access to either an Aldi or a Trader Joe's. Yeah, we've got a Safeway, which is pricey. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to, to make some trips into Wenatchee to get some yeah. cheaper stuff. We might, we might need to. We'll have the big pantry back. So but anyway, so we're drinking. Yeah. We're drinking we're sparkling drinking water Drinking sparkling tonight. water. Why is that? <laughs> well, there's a few reasons, Clay. <laughs> One is we started to record this last night. <laughs> On Sunday night of Labor Day weekend. As we usually do. From a parking lot, as usual. As we usually do (laughs) these days. Casino parking lot. Yeah. And we'd gotten there pretty late uh, because we drove quite a lot yesterday Mm -hmm. and and today, but a lot yesterday. We drove quite a lot all weekend. Yeah. We we went on the way from, where were we? Liard on Saturday. We, okay. So last Sunday, we were talking to you from the parking lot of the Save on Foods in Whitehorse. Yeah, and now we're all the way in Jasper. We are. Alberta. Yes. Um, so we went through all of British Columbia since Yeah, then. and we'll tell you a little bit about what we did in this last week in just a moment. But the reason that we're re-recording and starting mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. is that we had another laundry incident. <sighs> we were interrupted. By a kiddo with an upset tummy and uh, some yeah projectile puking. Yeah, I mean, dang, I felt so bad. There was after everything was cleaned up, there was no coming back to start the (laughs) podcast. No, it was like midnight. It was already really late because we'd gone into the casino to grab a little bite to eat and a drink. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why we were drinking fizzy water last night because we were like, oh, we already had a drink in the casino and didn't want to have more. And so, Mm -hmm. and then uh, tonight we. I actually went to a brewery in Jasper, which was fun. So we can tell you about that in a minute. But yeah, that's where we're at and why we're drinking fizzy water because we're fucking tired. Cheers uh, to that. <laughs> <laughs> we have traveled so far <laughs> and so hard over and this. It's long been really weekend. good for the most part. I would say the first two drives were amazing. Yeah. And the last two drives were... Well, it's been very smoky. A lot tougher, yeah. So, to back it up, to rewind... (laughs) Oh, no, not that again. God (laughs) damn it. I'm going to have to get him a little soundboard. It'd be better than that. Uh, Yeah, Uh, that's true. We 
so we left Whitehorse on Monday after the truck got fixed. Oh, and big news, if you've heard anything about our check engine light saga. <laughs> did we ever talk about that? I think we did once. I don't know. We've driven for over a year now, or about a year now. Yep. And about 30,000 miles with our check engine light on on our truck. We've been yep. in three countries. Our yep. check engine light on. We uh, thought we were. We thought we had had it fixed ish, maybe like before we headed to Mexico uh, in the winter. Oh, we originally and, thought we had it fixed in New Hampshire. Yeah, and then we drove <laughs> all over the place, and then we drove to Mexico. And as we were like driving to San Diego to go on our cruise last Janu- January, mm-hmm. it came, and we were going to like leave for Mexico like right when we came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it um. It came on again, and we were like, well, I guess we're driving to Mexico with our check engine light on. And uh, every time we had people check it out, they're like, I don't know. It seems like it's no big deal because you've never gone into limp mode. Also, you never know. It could become a big deal. Yeah, so um, if you don't have a diesel truck, uh, it may not be familiar. Oh, true. Uh, true, true, true. We have a big diesel truck because it honestly is a lot more efficient for towing and just works better for us for what we do. It's a lot better for mountain driving. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. There's nothing wrong with gas trucks; they work too. We just really think diesels. Ideal. Well, and when we switched from the Mantis to the fifth wheel, yeah, we wanted a truck that we knew it would last. Was not, yeah, it was not going to have any trouble handling such a big rig. Yeah, we didn't know we might have. We thought we might want to get an even bigger one or heavier one eventually. Um, like if we nope. wanted to eventually get a toy hauler or something like that. Yeah, forget that. No, but we didn't know. And we just wanted to like buy a truck and have that be our truck for a long time. Yeah. And I, I don't regret that. But so it's, you know, it can haul. Ha, <laughs> I regret. <laughs> um, so it can haul a lot. Um, but anyway, diesels have, uh, modern diesels have diesel exhaust fluid systems where you put in the DEF and uh, it helps with your emissions. So they yeah. are cleaner burning uh they have less emissions than older diesels yeah what's the chemistry of that uh, i did not study for that i can come back to you later with that okay because it like mixes in after the fact right like before it goes out the exhaust where is it injecting yeah i don't know okay interesting let me let me i'll, I'll make a presentation on that for next perfect next podcast. i love it <laughs> anyway uh there's a <laughs> Now I'm curious and I'm going to go Google it and that's going to be the rest of our night. We, <laughs> the ADD is strong. So anyway, the diesel exhaust system was what was throwing the code for the check engine light. Mm-hmm. But no one wants to mess with that because it's a huge pain in the butt. They are famously finicky. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't want to either. And so when yeah, the place said limp mode. manufacturer supposedly has like kind of different ones too, yeah, which is even better. Yeah, right. <laughs> So when Clay says like lymph mode, he means like sometimes if your DEF, if you run out of DEF or if your DEF system fails, it'll send mm-hmm. you into what they call lymph mode, which like lets you drive, but not fast. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had never had that happen. And so we can, that kind of narrowed down what the problems probably were. And if you're a truck nerd, it ended up being the dosing injector. But our, we had a mechanic figure that out that it was doing our oil change in Washington before we came up into Canada. Yep. Uh, back in May, but we didn't have they time didn't to have get the it part. fixed. Yeah. yeah, but the guy in Whitehorse had the part. They got it well, in for us. Yeah, so I got in touch with them like middle of the summer when we were in Alaska. Like, hey, we're gonna come through. It's gonna be about time for us to get 
uh, fuel filter change. By the way, if you don't have a diesel and you're considering getting a diesel, the maintenance is really expensive. You have to, not only do you have to change oil filters and oil, you have to change fuel filters, and our truck has two of them. Yeah, the Rams And getting have those two. changed are about three hundred a pop. Yeah. This was actually cheaper, but anyway, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Aside over. <laughs> Canada so I was a good place with, to get work done yeah, on the truck. So I got in touch with the guy in Whitehorse at this Ram dealer in Whitehorse. They do a lot of trucks there, obviously a lot of diesel trucks there, and said, hey, we're going to be through. Listen, I had a mechanic tell me it was this code, and there's like this bulletin that talks about why they thought it was the DEF dosing injector. If we brought it in, could you have that part in when we come in on our way back down from Alaska? And replace it for us under warranty and they're like yeah no problem <laughs> yeah and not not only did they say no problem but like it was no problem yeah we were worried we weren't gonna so we had multiple occasions where we'd like left the truck all day and not gotten a bag or had to like get it back without them actually addressing the check-in and like mm-hmm. like for the last year we've been dealing mm-hmm. with this mm-hmm. we were like okay we're parked with our trailer unhitched in the Savon parking lot we really need this truck back by the end of the day they called us at 11.30 in the morning and it was done. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. And the check engine light's still off. Like, it yeah, did not come back it's on. great. They yeah. tested it. They put notes in about, like, yeah. yes, they found that it wasn't spraying enough before. And now it's, anyway. But it was I good. believe it's, like, Metro Dodge Chrysler Ram. In Whitehorse. In Whitehorse. They were very good. Service center. Excellent service center so experience for us. <laughs> we got that done. We hitched up the trailer and we left Whitehorse. Yep. And we headed for like a pull off, I think, right? The first night on Monday. So we went, we were on our way to Watson yeah. Lake because we got to, yeah, we got yeah, to we Watson Lake on Wednesday mm-hmm. or Tuesday. Yes. We stayed in a pull off on one, Monday night. Mm-hmm. And Tuesday night, we got to Watson Lake mm-hmm. and stayed at Downtown RV Park. Yeah. And we ended up staying there for two nights, which is right by the Sign Forest, which is a huge, awesome thing to do on like so this was like the stretch of alcan that is like when you think about what you do on the alcan that's all these little things yeah so we were very excited for this week it was a lot of driving but it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. we stayed by the sign force we stayed for two nights because uh we just needed like showers and we needed laundry again because uh stink pissed the bed again if you were listening last week you know that he pissed the bed the night we recorded it last week Mm-hmm. And then he pissed the bed. The very uh, next night. A different bed, the other bed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we needed laundry again. So we stayed. So we stayed in an RV park that had laundry. We did. And it was it was pricey, but the hookups worked, except for when the electric went off that one time. And uh <laughs> people like all the reviews said the owners were grumpy, but they were fine. No, no, I mean they were they, they were, were nice. downright friendly and talkative. <laughs> they were like they were asked like, me I was... if I wanted my ice. <laughs> I forgot in a about block this. or broken. And I thought they meant like, because yeah, you, like, you, like you, like, yeah. you can sometimes buy like a block of ice yeah. instead of You're ice like, cubes. Oh, oh, broken. And I was like, oh, broken. That's a weird way to say it. And no, they <laughs> pulled it out and they dropped it on the floor in the office for me. <laughs> because they were like, awesome. this way you won't get it muddy outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All the right, guy's cool. like Scottish. It's it's great. It was a great place. Um, they yeah. did charge us $25 late checkout, which was a very annoying. Um, when we asked, like we weren't like trying to stay late and not try, like we asked no, about it, but we did ask, and they were it was like, it was like empty. And I was like, okay. 
<laughs> so we put up our sign in this. So the sign for us, like, I'll yeah. give like the very brief synopsis of like it started when one of the uh, soldier. There's more to the story, but like one of the mm-hmm. soldiers who was working on the Alcan got stuck there, I guess, or something. Okay. I think he was like sick or something or injured. I don't know. I'm probably butchering the story. But he was from Danville, Illinois. I remember that part. Mm-hmm. And he had a sign and he like stuck it there to like remind him of home. He was homesick. And uh, somehow that like started this tradition of like people put signs there. And so there's this whole sign forest. <laughs> it's like the best. That's yeah, what I mean, it is to describe a, it. No, it's a bunch of trees and it's and also a bunch like of like And there's like nothing else in Watson Lake except for this and like a couple restaurants, a grocery store mm-hmm. and the RV, like one or two RV parks. Like yep. that's it. Yep. The highway goes through there and that's yep. what's there. Uh, but it's a really cool attraction because people, st- you can go add your sign when, and then you can go like look at all of the signs that have been put up there. And it's yeah. so cool because it's just, you look at the years and like where people are from and like all over the world. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you feel really connected, I think to kind of everyone who goes through there. It was super cool. I, it, it was, was actually really nice. It was kind of moving. Cool yeah. As I thought it would it's be. It's cheesy, but like also really neat. And when we went up to Alaska, I was kind of. We missed it because. Bummed that yeah. we missed some of these things. Cause we were like planning on that being part of our journey to Alaska, but uh-huh. we took the Cassier instead cause of fires and smoke. Mm-hmm. And, um, which I think was the right call at the time, but so getting to do it on the way back down, albeit on our own since we ended up parting ways with Epperson's since they needed to be back farther south early, um, sorry, be back south earlier, not farther. Yes. (laughs) I know. I think we know it too. Yeah. But anyway. Being able to go there, and we had our uh, Christmas ornament from <laughs> Epperson's had given us that was a uh, Baja to Alaska Beast Mode 2023. Yeah, so that was our sign for we the sign for us. Yeah, so it was fun. It was, it was. We had a really nice time, and we found the signs from some other people like we followed for a long time, and mm-hmm. from their Alaska journeys like five years ago, and that was like yep, really fun to to go see and get some pictures and stuff too, and so. We did that Tuesday, Wednesday. No, yeah, Tuesday yeah. and Wednesday mm-hmm. night. We left Thursday mm-hmm. and made for Leo. Wednesday Leo's. night, I had a very important D&D date. You did. Yeah, you had a one <laughs> shot. And when we made for Liard Hot Springs, which is another huge Alaska highway thing. And it is a provincial park on the Liard River. Yeah, it was on my summer list. Yes. And it was... Every bit as good as I thought it would be. We stayed at the park there for two nights. It's like a dry camping park that's just a state park there by the highway. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you walk on this boardwalk out to these hot springs. And it's a big hot spring pool. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, um, they've got some stuff built around it, but it's pretty natural. And it's really, really warm. The source is like up to 127 Fahrenheit is what I run. Oof. Like that all mixes with like the river water. <laughs> yeah. We never went that far towards the source, but it's really, really beautiful and a really special place. So we got there Thursday night and left on Saturday, and I uh, just really enjoyed like Friday. Kind of, you were off work on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clay had it off from from his office, and so uh, we just kind of like didn't really have great cell signal. Well, there's no cell signal. Mm-mm. That's why we got there when we did. We push. We had pushed off getting there. We like that's why we drug our feet a little bit in Watson Lake. Mm-hmm. because we wanted to get to Liard when you didn't have work. Yeah. Uh, so that way we could 
Because we did have Starlink, but, but it, it was wasn't great because there's reliable. trees, and yeah. I knew that's how it would be. And so I was like, well, there's an overflow camping area. So we snagged a first come, first serve site, even with the holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an overflow area. So like, I would never worry about like, oh, you couldn't get in. And also there's plenty of like day parking and it totally would be fine to just spend a few hours there and move on. It definitely would have been a bummer to be in the overflow area compared to where we were. Oh, we had such a nice site. It was was so so nice. We really, really liked it a lot. We kind of lucked into the like second to last site available. We did. Yeah. They were very nice. I think because they were busy, they had it very organized. Mm -hmm. We pulled up and it was like 5 p.m. on Thursday. And we're like, hey, uh, we'd like, um, you know, we're here to see about a first come site. What's up? You know, like, is there anything available? Mm-hmm. And they like radioed out and they had somebody checking and they're like, go to site 45. That'll be available and come back and pay. And it was mm-hmm. great. We had a really lovely time. The Rangers were very nice. Uh, it was just a really special place. We soaked like three different times in the springs and it was just. Yeah, sometimes for a significant amount of time. Yeah, yeah, because there's like a cooler area too, so you could go down there and then come back. And there, oh my god, there were a lot of people around, but it I wasn't. I won't give away crowded. all the secrets, but like, yeah, it's, it's like really cool. It's super cool. It's especially down in the cooler area. It's almost like you're just in the river. Yeah, and you can a little like bit go too. back in like the little cavey area. Yeah, it's a little bit like hidden. Yeah, it's cute. It's super. It's fun. really really fun for kids. Kids had a great time. Yeah. We had a great time. Yeah. Highly recommend. Definitely. It's like a must do it. to at least stop for a couple hours. And if you can swing staying a night or two, it's it's worth it. It was just a really nice recharge in the middle of like quite a lot of driving. Mm-hmm. It's way up there in northern BC. Yeah. So I'm not sure if we would like make a trip all the way out there just no, to go there's there. there's other hot springs. <laughs> but if you're on your way to Alaska. Definitely. Definitely. Stop. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Stop. <laughs> like 100%. Everyone talks it up for a reason. It's great. Yeah. Even if you don't like being in hot springs, like it's still a really beautiful place to like see. Mm-hmm. But I would, yeah. But you should get in the hot springs. It feels really nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> At least for a little bit. Oh, it's heat. Like I, I think my back still feels better from having. I always feel like hot springs are a little bit like magic. Like they just feel really good. Mm-hmm. Like the minerals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I. know. That's what they say. That's what they said in Palms <laughs> in Desert Hot Springs. Remember? That's right. Yeah. So we did that, and then that pushed us leaving to get down to Jasper to Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's quite a push to on Saturday, Sunday, Monday to get to Jasper. We had three long drive days. Quite long, yeah. Uh, so Saturday wasn't as long because we ended up deciding to stay in stop Fort Nelson. in Fort Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was really nice. There was a restaurant there. We were at the Triple G RV Park. We saw so many animals. Yeah. So, yeah, to back it up a little bit. Oh, on the way to Liard, too, yeah. From Watson Lake to Fort Nelson, that is the area where everyone has the pictures of all the animals. Yeah, I think that's, like, pretty much it. (laughs) That is the section where you see all the things. We went really slow getting to Liard because we were just stopping and slowing down for animals so much. We didn't take pictures. Not a lot. Sorry. I think I have, like, one picture of a bear. I don't know. We saw so many bears. We saw 11 black bears. Just that one day. Uh-huh, and a bunch day. of bison, like yep. on the road. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we saw a bunch of caribou. Some of them acted like deer <laughs> in the Midwest, like they wanted to die. Yeah, that was and, a little scary. And uh, we saw a bunch of caribou and a couple, like I don't know, like three or four or five more bears. Yeah, uh, I think so. All black bears. Yeah, five more. Black bears this mm-hmm. time of year that are really active. Yep. 
just beautiful. Like these classic, beautiful looking blackberries with their brown snouts. And they're I know, so cute. It's hard to believe that they're not like something that you they should looked. just go snuggle. But I think we've had this conversation. <laughs> we have, you know, the the if not friend, why friend shape. Right. Uh, but they looked so pretty and it was just like, and we, yeah, we just really lucked out with all the animals those couple days. It was just oh, so the beautiful. The weather was gorgeous. It was great all the way to Fort Nelson. Well, okay, so in Watson Lake, the smoke kind of rolled in. It started getting a little smoky on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. and I struggle a bit with that. I have had asthma since I was a kid. Smoke mm-hmm. kind of sets it off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a little bit iffy for me. Um, so I stayed inside. That's part of why we got an RV park so we could kind of run the AC and keep everything closed up. Mm-hmm. And then it was nice a little bit in the yard and then the smoke rolled in. I'm sorry, it was Thursday that it, it yeah. got smoky in Watson Lake, yeah. And then it got, then it was kind of nice when we got to Liard, but then Friday the smoke rolled in again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, it's, and then we kind of got a little better when we got to Fort Nelson. And then in like, in the evenings it gets a little worse, it seems like. Yeah. And so uh, Fort Nelson was terrible when we left on the morning though of Sunday. Yeah. Like that was terrible. Like it was and it so was thick. Terrible and all day. That entire And drive. it was like the visibility was low. It was it was a long slog of a drive. And it was the farthest we went in one day too. Yeah. It was like a little bit rainy, very smoky, just kind of miserable. Yeah. And then today's drive, I thought like getting down to Jasper, I was like so looking forward to it because it's a very beautiful drive from mm-hmm. Grand Prairie down to Jasper. And it was. Yeah, what we could see of it. Yeah, it was just... Driving into Jasper was like so great and so sad at the same time. So I was like, yeah. oh, I know there's just so much more that I can't even see. The, mm-hmm. Just right there, the, the smoke is just so, so thick. Yeah. There's... It made me think about like, happy that we don't like live in an area in a city or something that has constant really smog like smog, that. smog, yeah. Because it's just... Uh, it's kind of overwhelming and really kind of just like saps the joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so not like, getting that sunlight that without that heavy yeah. filter is really rough. Tonight we went down to to Jasper to do more laundry. Mm, yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> yes. And like we went into town. We're staying at Whistler's mm-hmm. right outside of town. This is a, if you've been to Tetons, this reminds me a lot of like Gravant in terms of like, you're in the park, but you're like right by the town, and like it's yeah, this like campground is way nicer than Gravant, though. Oh yeah, it is. Gravant's a little rustic. Yeah, uh, it says like brand new shower buildings and yeah. stuff, which is really nice. But I love Gravant, though. It's still like one of my favorite places with the views and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think we'd have really good views here if I could see them. Uh, but yeah, we went down to the brewery, and while the um, laundry was drying, and got some appetizers and and a beer, and it was just like. It's supposed to have this great view from the patio, and you can't tell at all. Nope. <laughs> we we did see a bunch a nice of elk. Evening. We saw yeah. a bunch of elk when we were leaving there. Mm-hmm. We saw a bunch of bighorn sheep on our way in. That was cool. That was really cool. I had never seen bighorn sheep Not before. that close, that's yeah. for sure. So that was really neat. Yeah. So, you know, like, we're making the most I'm of it. super happy we're here. Oh, yeah. I'm just a little bummed with but the smoke. Like, like, I don't think we're going to do any tough hikes mm, or anything We need like to that. come back another time, too. Yeah. Which I knew we would feel like. We're here for, like, a couple nights, and then we're right. going to, like swing through like Lee's and go to Banff like it's gonna mm-hmm. be super fast yeah by the time we record next week we'll already be back in the U.S. yes mm-hmm. yeah so yep so we're we're making it we're getting there we are gotta make it back in time for that football game <laughs> I hope we don't <laughs> regret it 
I don't think we will. I, I <laughs> that's kind of just not really Yeah. the way we think about things. No. But maybe I can read a little letter about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dear friend, do you regret things? What are the things you regret? Why? I tend to say that I don't believe in regret. That doesn't mean that there aren't things that I wish I would have done differently. It's just that regret feels like stewing to me. It feels like saying I wish my life was different now. Because if I actually did those things differently, they would have led me somewhere else. And I like it here. I don't think I would want to change where I am. Part of living life with no regrets, a part that I think a lot of people talk about, is considering that mindset when you are faced with new decisions. One of Clay's favorite frameworks for choosing something says, what will you regret more if you don't do it? This leads to saying yes to a lot of adventure. I like this, clearly. But sometimes living with no regrets means not sitting in regret over things that have been done or happened. It's not saying everything I've done is good or even acceptable. It's just acknowledging that I'm happy with where I am now and that the things I've done and have happened to me have led me here. I wouldn't change it if I could, at least not for the big stuff. Things that I am more prone to regret are times I have been unkind. I would actually change most of those, I think. Speaking harshly to others or bluntly has sometimes come across in ways I did not understand or anticipate. I'm learning and working on that. From writing about growing and changing, I think it can seem like I regret the past or decisions I made. Just because I do things differently now and I'm happy for it doesn't mean that I am full of regret for everything in my past. Like most things, it's complicated. But there are so many good things that came out of that time too. I could regret moving back to my hometown after college, but I don't think we would have had our oldest daughter when we did if we were not surrounded with the safety of family nearby. I would never change that. I could regret staying in evangelical churches so long, but I met incredible people who are kind and compassionate. The whole place isn't effed and I think it can change for the better. I wouldn't know this if I hadn't been there. The Bible study from an early age gave me a strong moral compass and a foundation for what became a deeper and more authentic and complex faith. There is no way I would make the same art I make without that background and rooting in spirituality from a young age. I could regret not pursuing arts in college, but I also love science. I loved proving to myself I could do the hard thing. I loved the friends I made and the thrill of competition. I really loved parts of my jobs in that field too. I could regret taking the job that I took last year after I noticed some red flags. But the money allowed some really great core memory type trips with the kids and the purchase of our Airstream, which we love. I learned that I don't really want to be part of that world anymore, at least not on that side of the table in private equity. I wanted something, got it, realized it sucked. A tough but valuable lesson. As I sit here on a beach in the bright sunshine of Alaska, snow-capped mountains in view out every window, I don't feel bitter or shortchanged or full of regret. I feel thankful. I am thankful for the things that have brought me here and for where I am. I am so glad to be me and to be here and to get to live this one life. Growing and changing and realizing what makes me and my family happy had to start somewhere and I do not regret that. 
I hope you can live without regret too. Not in the consequences be damned sort of way, but in the sort of way that is grateful for where you are and where you've been. See you down the road, Jamie. I, I always like that you, when you are talking someone through a decision or helping them think through it, you're always like, what, what are you going to regret more? <laughs> Which seems so simple. <laughs> it's just like how you always frame things. Like yeah. that's how you always like get people to think about it. Like me anyway. And I think I've heard you say it to other people too. And it's just like, mm-hmm. and it usually leads to, and I think what you're getting at is like, you're going to regret not trying, right? Like you're going to regret not seeing where something goes. Or at least like, think about it. Will you? Yeah, yeah. I always would. And that's why I'm here. But like <laughs> in Jasper on a random September weekend or day, I guess we did. Yeah, I think when we have regretted things, yeah, I'm... I think it's when we've played it safe. Like, and that's for for we've us. We've talked right? about this lots of mm-hmm. times. Yeah, totally. But, and it's not. Hmm, but I don't even framing it as regret is weird, right? Because I think it's like you said in your letter. It's like I don't think I would change it. Yeah, it's really hard to say I would change any of that, right? Because it's like, well, it's where I am now is because of those things, right? Mm-hmm. And like, but we maybe learned some tough lessons. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Regret is too strong a word. I think sometimes mm. I'm like, to me, regret feels like sitting in it and like being filled deeply with remorse. And just like wishing that things yeah, were different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like too backward looking for how mm-hmm. I like to think about things mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah. I will say though, and so I is, mean. Oh, go ahead. I do often regret things I say. Okay. And I'm better now, but I like, man, I used to have some serious anxiety about like, oh man, I realized that like that was a really socially <laughs> inept thing to say and maybe hurt somebody's feeling and I didn't mean it like that and it yeah. like, really upsets me later. <laughs> I've done that plenty of times too. Yeah. 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 But, and I, like, I think that's, a, those are the things that I think are like worth regretting are the things that are like, I can learn from that and I can do better. And also like, because it impacted somebody else poorly. Mm-hmm. But when I think about like, if you're trying to choose between two things. Yeah. Right. So I think like an example is something that I actually regret. What's that? Um, I regret not doing that framing of what will I regret more uh, mm. when I made some decisions? And this was years ago, but like um, a good friend of mine in college, former roommate of mine actually, like suddenly sprung on me. Oh, hey, uh, by the way, we haven't talked in like a year, but I didn't tell anyone, but I'm gay. Also, I have a boyfriend, and also I'm getting married. Do you want to come to my wedding? <laughs> it's like, oh wow, okay. Um, and I ended up saying no, and I really wish I had gone. Yeah, yeah. I wish I encouraged I had encouraged you to go. Yeah, I think it would have been not only just a blast. Yeah, it would have been so good to catch up, right? Totally. But just like having, like looking back on that now and thinking about like part of why I didn't go is probably because I didn't want to like 
bother conservative family members. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? And... Yeah, and it kept you from, like, really being there for a friend. Or thinking about, like... Who was in our wedding? You know, oh, well, like, okay. what what should I do, like, because of, quote, it was, unquote, like, I mean, the my easy beliefs answer, or the, something, like The right? easy way out was that it was, like, super short notice. Yes. Like, like next week or something. <laughs> like, it was, like, really short notice. Like, and at the time, I declined and said whoa yeah i don't think i can make it like congratulations awesome um yeah wish i could make it but i i could have made it well yeah you can make things happen when you want to I mean, right we all can figure I, that i totally out. could have made it and yeah. i wish i had yeah uh, I get that. and i think if i had asked myself or if someone else had asked me at the time like be honest with yourself and what are you gonna regret more like yeah are you going to regret having gone to this or missing it <laughs> yeah and you're always going to be like missing it probably like yeah what like what in the world could i regret about like going to a good friend's wedding right i mean like yeah it was last minute but so what <laughs> yeah like i don't know that was so on brand too for that to be last minute like that totally like, yeah yeah i loved that uh, but at the time, I was probably like, "No, don't do that. Like, we have plans or whatever. Like, here's your easy out, you know?" <laughs> right. I think there was somewhat of like, "Well, yeah. you're not going to do that, are you?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Why would you do that? It's like, okay. oh my god, it's so crazy to think about how much we change as people because I feel like if the same situation happened like right now. We'd be like, yeah, how do we make that happen? Like, like can I park my camper there? <laughs> yeah. Like, how many miles? How many days do I have to get there? Right. And where can I park my RV? <laughs> Absolutely. Bring the whole family, whether you want me to or not. <laughs> we got frequent fire miles in the bank. Let's go. Like, I can figure totally. this out. Like, and probably for, like, a ran- not even, like, as good of a friend to, yeah. like, someone who we randomly like, knew or hung out yeah, with for, yeah. you know, a year or something. Yeah. Um. Or met on the road or yeah, something. Yeah, we totally we, like plan around we, it. We have and we do like go see friends and family. And I love that. It's so great. Yeah, I think like that can be, we learned to make that like more central to what we do. Yeah. Than we maybe lived for a while, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I think to me, kind of going back to like um the letter. Yeah. Like. Well, I want to ask you. Um, Mm -hmm. You said at the end of the letter, not in a consequences be damned sort of way. Yeah, I think the consequences of your actions are kind of like important to think about and understand in terms of things. I don't think that means, so I don't think living with no regrets means that you don't for like put some forethought into what consequences might be. Um, and like not hold yourself accountable to others for your behavior. I it, sometimes saying no regrets or YOLO or whatever can lead to like really <laughs> like damaging selfish behavior. Okay. I I ca- I'm cautious to use the word selfish because I think sometimes people throw that around when people, especially women, do things for themselves like at all. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. 
dare dare to how, put themselves first or have a life outside of their more. family or something. How dare right? you want more, Jamie? And like society can put that on, <laughs> on especially women. Yeah. Um. And and so I I'm cautious to use the term selfish, but I do think that if you you can carry things like most things you can carry them too far, like mm-hmm. take the idea out of context and be like, well, no regrets and whatever, and like I mean, like that can lead to like you know doing kind of stupid shit or things that are hurtful to the people around you. And and I don't, and that's not kind of what I mean about no regrets, right? Like, I don't mean that you're going to like, if I'm super hungover tomorrow, I'm going to be, oh, oh, that is a regret. That is a physical <laughs> regret, right? The physical manifestation of regret. Yeah, that is, is that is regret. Like, I, like, I, if, like, I'm going to think about that, right? Like, I'm gonna be like oh, no, gosh. I don't want to be hungover. Like, that's, no. Yes. Like then, it's it, kind of a lighthearted example. Such, no, I maybe get not it. lighthearted example, yeah. depending on circumstances. But like, yeah, no regrets means think about your actions. Actually, yeah, <laughs> I think don't. that's what it is. It's like actually do think about it. Like actually, like do you, like part of not living with regret is like trying to not live with regret right like you're trying to not give yourself things to regret uh well so does that mean you shouldn't take chances i think it means you should take chances i just think it means that you aren't careless Mm. like i i think it's not i think taking chances is important i just think you know it's not necessarily like not thinking things through or not thinking about how your actions impact other people Yeah. Um, in fact, I think it's more of that, right? It's a lot easier to live with no regrets if you uh, don't have like a long history of people that you need to like call and apologize to. Like, I mean, you can do that too, right? Like, yeah, that's one way too. Yeah. But I just, I think, you know, to me, like if it's that consequences be damned kind of style, like that can be dangerous, like physically dangerous and, and further than that. I don't know if that makes sense. I think so. And I think um, most of us anyway have done something at some point in our life or want to do something that like there are people in our lives around us that would say like, what? Really? Yeah. So where does that fall then in terms of like hurting the people Mm, around you? That's that's I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think I think it's just not taking those things lightly, right? Like it doesn't you don't owe managing other people's feelings. Right. Right? You don't owe everyone an explanation of everything you do. Right. But you don't want to be flip either. Like I think it's just like the when it's about like making choices for yourself and your life and like big things, like mm-hmm other people's like your like your immediate stakeholders right like your immediate family like that's who really matters right yeah for sure you know try and like keep everyone happy for lack of a better term (laughs) but you can't keep everyone happy outside of that and you shouldn't try i don't i don't think that that's that's a consequence that you should really consider too much yeah i mean you have to because like things change in people and things happen and and it can think your decisions can impact relationships i'm not saying don't ever rock the boat i'm just saying like do that with your eyes open 
Mm-hmm. Like, consequences be damned is like, would say like, oh, whatever. I don't care what anyone thinks, like ever. And I don't, Okay. I don't want to, you know, I don't even care about that. Like, I think uh, the approach I would advocate is to like think through those things and you might still come to the conclusion that, yeah, it's worth upsetting some people to do what feels right to me because mm-hmm. there's not much I can do to make them happy. Like You're not in charge of how everyone feels. Right, right. You can't make everyone happy with all your decisions. Like, the, you can't. <laughs> Full stop. No, you can't. I you mean, could you, do everything, <laughs> quote, right, and it wouldn't matter. Like, someone's going to be upset about something. And right is a matter of opinion anyway. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, for the most part, there are some... I, I mean, God, there are some absolutes, right? Like, anyway. <laughs> Moral relativism. Ah. <laughs> Don't yeah, no, I, like yeah. I, I'm just saying don't be a shitty person. Like don't Oh, okay. Like don't say dumb things to people and like that are gonna upset them because like fuck the consequences, you know, like that that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. there's a line that it can cross, right? Yeah. I think it's hard. Like don't go looking for like upsetting people. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. And don't like sometimes like you can I don't think you should dim your light or not live how you want to live um within reason obviously right. <laughs> like right and or anything like that for like live like almost anybody like your life is yours and you're responsible for yourself mm-hmm. i do and and you're whoever you've brought in brought into your like immediate family right mm-hmm. there also like are things that like are okay left unsaid like you don't have to like say the thing that you know is going to offend somebody you don't have to like bring up the thing that you know is going to upset someone. Yeah, for sure. Like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like you can do your thing and be happy for yourself and like do all those things that you but you don't have to like you know say I don't care consequences or nothing like what I like and and not be considerate of other people's feelings, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's part of like hmm I'm being pretty abstract here because it's like sensitive, right? Like you don't want to bring up like specific topics about this kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. I think when I think about like the things you wrote about in the letter. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I could regret, you know, staying so long in, in the church. The church. Mm-hmm. Or I could regret, um, you know, Playing it safe and moving back to moving back yeah. to Iowa after college. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't regret those things. I don't. I, I think that those things were what we chose at the time for a reason. Yeah, and like those decisions were valid. Yeah, I think also. <laughs> When we live that out and, like, we learn things, Uh like, it's okay to also then change. Yes. Yes. I think growing and changing is not the same thing as regret, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's, (laughs) That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. It's not... And I think... It's I, not regretting previous choices to say, 
I understand how I got here. Yeah. And I'm I'm I don't regret how I got here, but what I want like the right thing for now is different. My framework is, is different. Yeah. And I don't want to go back and be like I wish I was like oh fuck all these people and fuck all this. No. Like I just I just don't want the same things now, but I'd also like I'm not going to go be purposely hurtful to anything anyone in like those situations, right? Right. It's, yeah, and I think what was a part of my reasoning for writing this and, like, why I wanted to write it was, and we haven't covered this one on the podcast, but it's on the Substack, and it generated a lot of discussion, mm-hmm. um, a letter called Used to Be, and it was about, and maybe we'll do a podcast on it at some point, it's, it's a little heavier for me, yeah. uh, about, like, the type of faith that I used to participate in and why I don't identify with that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's incredibly personal, um, but it's a little bit like, hey, like, if you're in a tradition like this and you think that what you're doing is loving people, but you're acting this way, you're probably not loving people. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just say, and like, the were, gist of it is, like, you can't just say that it's love and it makes it love. Like, and you if were they kind don't, of saying that out of having done that and... Yeah, as a person, like, yes, it was kind of from my personal background, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I know this because I don't, I know what it feels like now to, like, love people in general. Mm -hmm. And that's not it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Trying to be right is not the same thing as loving people. Yeah. And I I think that's a a big issue in certain groups of uh, evangelicalism and other religions is, like, uh, you know... (laughs) arguing people to your side is not the same thing as loving them. Uh, You can think it is, but if they don't feel loved, I don't understand how it can qualify as love. And that's kind of what the the letter is about and about Mm -hmm. how I used to feel. And like, I get frustrated sometimes with the fact that I used to act in this way. Mm -hmm. And so I think I want to, and I'd written a few letters about like changing and like changing my framework and changing about how I think about things mm-hmm. and I just didn't want there to be this like thought of like, Oh, I hate everything I grew up with. Or I hate like yeah all these things that I did um, in my young adult life or whatever. Or I'm like really upset about it. You know, it, it's, it's much more like you couldn't have become who you are today. Right. Right, without right. having had those experiences. Exactly, exactly. It's it's much more like I am grateful for those things and I just like talking through those things and putting them out there and talking through them with other people has like helped me even more like be grateful for like where I've come from and where I've where I'm going, I guess. Yeah. But it's it's just a <laughs> Just a, the random ramblings of a middle-aged woman who kind of finally was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know if I really buy into all this shit. <laughs> yeah, and I think oh. I'm not alone, right? Like, there's, like, a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, and I think, oh, gosh. And by, for... all, by all this shit, I mean, like, literally, like, just, you start to think about, like, all this stuff. You're, and, and, like, it's cliche, basically. It's, you know, my eat, pray, love moment or whatever. But it's just... That's kind of where it all comes from, but it's never, I just didn't, I didn't, when I was thinking about, like, 
regret. I didn't want it to be characterized as like, I regret those things Mm -hmm. as much as like, here's what I used to do. Here's what we did. And here's how I would do it differently now. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think, you know, we did the best we could with what we had, right? With the framework we had, with what we knew, with what we were doing. Yeah, but like learning and growing is like, well, it's better than the alternative. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I think if your thoughts and perspectives don't change over time, like that's, that would be, that would indicate a problem, at least to me. Yeah, I mean, at least that's where I want to be. Yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, I, I, hmm. I feel like the topic is no regrets or regret <laughs> regrets. We don't have them. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about, um, maybe regrets. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we talked yeah. about like not really regretting things. Yeah. I yeah, things that like maybe I would have thought that I regretted, but it, like upon further reflection, I I don't actually regret them. Yeah. Um and cuz I don't have like this deep-seated like sadness or remorse about it. Frankie wants us to make sure we to let you know we don't regret, we don't getting, regret a puppy getting a puppy most of the time. <laughs> so from the hours of 6 to 9 every evening. Uh, I'm just kidding. He's getting better. <laughs> He's such a puppy. He's so oh good. my god! We took him to the brewery tonight. He mostly did really good. He mostly did great. Um, that's all yeah. we can hope for. It's he's growing and learning. Yes, he is. No, I don't. I don't regret hitting the road. No, I have moments sometimes. Where I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I know you do. God. Especially when the house feels really small. Oh god, and it does on these long drive days, right? Because you're. In the car all day, and then you like get into your tiny, tiny house, and it's chaos mm-hmm. with the dogs and the kids because everyone's been cooped up all day. And like a lot of times, we're in like a parking lot or something, you don't have room to like go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just like, and this is not how we normally travel. This is not sustainable to do this for like a long period of time. Heck no. It's fun, and we've had a great time, and we're so grateful for the opportunity um, to do what we've done this summer. But yeah, it is, it's, I'm a little bit at my wit's end about it sometimes. I'm like, oh God, just send the kids to school. Let me have a moment of peace. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we're planning to slow down for the winter. We are. We need, we need a breather. Yeah. (laughs) It's great. A little bit more excitement before that. But yeah, I I think hmm, it would be easy to say like, whoa, that was like a big decision we just made, like without thinking it through. Uh, uh, and, yeah. and wonder, you know, do you regret that? I mean, it's not that we didn't think it through. We thought it through, kind of. Uh, we thought it, we talked. We used the information we had at the time. Yeah. But we acknowledged, I think, that there were a lot of unknowns and that was okay. Yeah, I think. We chose adventure. We, cho- <laughs> we, we 100% chose adventure, yeah. I don't regret it. I don't. Yeah. I think we that like doing I that think I would have regretted choosing no regrets. Put, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I was gonna regret anything. But I also yeah, I think to me, I guess no regrets is a lot more about like trying to choose a thing that I won't like thinking about choosing the thing that I won't regret. Yeah. But then like 
when you do and you yeah. move forward, like it's okay too. Don't live in the past. Right. Don't like that. Uh, yeah. The stewing can be really harmful. Like it makes me yes. physically ill when I do that. Yeah. And so that's why that one example that I brought up for me is like one of the few things that I like, kind of stew on. Ah, oh, man. Like I yeah. really wish I'd done that differently. Yeah. And it's like to, you mentioned like it's where you feel like you hurt people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe, I can like recall maybe I think like too sp- highly of myself that that <laughs> that even mattered to that friend that I that I didn't go. I bet it did. Um, but yeah, you know, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I can like recall specific conversations where I'm like, oh, shit, I messed that up. Mm-hmm. Like I just like from years and years ago, I'm like, mm-hmm. I just said the wrong thing and I upset that person and I like or I made them feel bad and I would never want to do that but I do it a lot because I'm too direct and too blunt a lot of times and not not thoughtful enough sometimes with my words we can all learn yeah so I think the you know part of you know not living in your regret Mm -hmm. right is learning yeah I think it's easier to let go of regret when you know you can improve and do better Mm mm-hmm I can regret like parenting decisions we've made, you know, and we don't need to get into specifics because they'd be really personal, but like just discipline things we tried and things like that. Um, Nothing crazy, but you know, like uh, taking toys away or something is discipline. Like, I don't know where we ever got that idea. It does not work. (laughs) And it led to more and more yelling. Right. Uh, Which I also don't like. Um, Right. And it's very, and it took us like learning that that's not what we should do and not how it's productive and like figuring out what, what, what worked for our family. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I like, I, I lightly regret those things, but I know I've had time to like learn and change and try to like make it right. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not. Hmm. I don't take those things lightly, but I like, I have a little bit of remorse for like, I wish I'd known sooner, but then like. But I think if we're honest with ourselves about that. Yeah. And also if we're honest with our kids about that, that, hey, we're not perfect. We have made mistakes. Yeah. These are the things we've done that we consider were mistakes, but we've learned from it. Yeah. And like. (laughs) And that can be really hard, I think. Yeah. To be that open. I think quickly saying sorry when you mess up. Yeah. You know you mess up and you say sorry quickly. Like, yeah. Then you don't have to live with that. Right. Exactly. Like. Yeah. It only hurts you to hold a grudge. Or and to, I'm not saying like or to, to, purposefully messing up and saying sorry all the time. That's not it either. Right. But I'm just like if you, I don't know, like realize you did something wrong and you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Right. You tell the person and you try to make it right. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Then I don't dwell on those things, right? Like I dwell on the things where I like didn't take that opportunity to like correct myself or fix something when I had it. Hmm. And I like I don't know. It doesn't make everything okay. You should try not to fuck up in the first place, obviously. But we all do, so it's just like <laughs> try not to suck. Try not to suck, guys. You won't have to regret anything if you're perfect. Yeah, come on. If you could be perfect like me, you won't have any regrets. I don't think that's what we're saying. God, I hope that's not how anyone takes it. <laughs> now you'll regret that. 
Now I get to edit this, so I'm like, I sound however I want. There you go. <laughs> but I think that that's that's a lot of it is just like trying to consider it, it's so that's where I'm. It's back to like the consequences be damned thing. It's not consequences be damned. It's what are the consequences and thinking about that ahead of time. And mm-hmm. then like, if you do mess up, like owning it. Right. You don't have to live in regret forever. If you just own your screw ups. Exactly. Yeah. So, Nailed it. Yeah. You know, just do that. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, oh, listen, <laughs> <laughs> we're, like 37 and 38 years old. Yeah. I got we got a lot of living and learning left to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, no regrets. Yellow. <laughs> YOLO, Burning Man. <laughs> oh, God. Are they going to be okay? I mean, I know it's kind of like controversial to care, I guess, that there's 70,000 people stuck out there. But Having been like somewhat stuck in the mud before. Oh, it's freaky. I don't like it. It's, uh, yeah. That's there's not so a good many experience. people. people oh, it like literally. I was looking at some of the pictures and videos like on Instagram because like being like van life adjacent, this stuff like will come up in my feed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I know it's like all the rich people now, whatever. But like, you can't blame them for the fact that it never rains there and it rained a bunch. Like they, they couldn't like, that's a weird event that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. Climate change, man. Right. Uh, and so like, I don't think it's like, man, anyway, the whole like, well, they deserve it thing is annoying to me because we can't start saying that if you have people who get impacted by natural disasters. Uh, Oof, no, it's not okay. Like, mm, no, from anyone, anyway, like, anyway, I mean, like, I think they'll probably be fine, but like also like, damn, uh, but yeah, <laughs> being stuck in the mud like that, whew. But I was anyway, I was watching these videos and I like I'm watching people walk through this mud and it like is literally like making my skin crawl because I know what that feels like. And I. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was like the mud we were sliding around and we got stuck at that vineyard or almost got stuck at that vineyard. That was a mess. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that mud that just cakes to your Uh boot. Yep. And just, just builds like, and builds and builds. Yeah, as soon as you take another step, more mud gets you, stuck you to your foot. You have like a boot-sized mud <laughs> thing you on your boot. have these giant like... They're heavy. <laughs> yes, heavy boots. Like that's It's that kind of mud, Entirely yeah. like made of mud. Yeah. And then like you feel like a Lego character. <laughs> yeah, and you have to like figure out how you're going to ever wear those boots again. <laughs> it's just... I, I think... Like, I don't know. People said they're just walking around in their socks because that's actually the best way to get around. That's it doesn't hilarious. like build up to them. Really? Yeah. I in don't know. Socks. I think there some people are like, it looks like people are still partying. I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, I'm sure it's interesting. They're going to run out of stuff at some point. So, I mean, that's, it is like a, it's, it's probably a not very sanitary. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> of a problem. Yeah. It seems like an issue. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm just like, being an RVer and like living in my RV, <laughs> like all that mud inside oh your RV, I would never, I wouldn't go out unless someone made me. It's kind of like I'd be like, I'm in here now. 
I can't Amazing like track that much and mud. Hilarious and oh, it's awful. Terrible. And yeah. Like, hope everyone's okay. Yeah. And everyone just laughs about it and says no regrets. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn. Oh man. I I was. I mean, I don't know enough about Burning Man to yeah. have a lot of opinions on it. Right. I've read a few articles, so it's not probably a thing I was ever gonna do. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. Damn. Yeah. If you're there or were there, I hope you hope you're okay. Yeah. So, um, if they are there and they want to tell us about their, oh, you should tell me. If you've Burning ever been, if you've ever been to Burning Man, Burning Man, yeah, I would love to hear about it. I feel like someone that listens to this has probably been to Burning Man. I hope so. I mean, I feel like. The like road life community is somewhat adjacent to yeah. It's like I said, it's that. like van life adjacent, right? Yeah. Like, and we are van life adjacent, right? Right. Like, we're not in a van, we're in an airstream, but you know, close. Right. Um. But yeah, I <laughs> I would be curious because I have. I'm just curious. <laughs> I th- I think I if I could go back in time and go to Burning Man like years ago mm-hmm. with like. I don't know what I've heard it used to be or whatever. Like that sounds fun. I don't like the, it's, it's too big now Too too many people, mm-hmm. but anyway. Yeah. I, How do they get in touch with us? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you can tell us about your experience at Burning Man and anything else. Uh, <laughs> at letters from the road pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at letters from the road pod. And on our substack at lettersfromtheroad.substack.com, uh, there, there's two letters a week, plus uh, often a poem. And you'll get notifications when we drop a new podcast every Sunday. Did we get any letters this week? We did. It was a book club letter, so I'm going to save it Ooh, for book the next club. book club. Right. So next book club will be episode 40, so it's a little ways away. But do send us anything that you want to talk about on book club. So any, um, we don't do in like we don't, so our book club is not like read one book and talk about it because I've tried to do that and I read too many books and I've already read five books by the time everyone else. Anyway. No, it's not that. It's partially that. No. You and I don't read the same books. No, it's not that kind of a book club. It's not that kind of a book club. No. It's book club in the sense that it's just talking about books. Yes. It's a book club <laughs> in that like we want to talk about books and we like talking about books. And we want to hear about what books you like. I do. And I'm going to read, I think before the next book, I'm going to try to read a few of these recommendations that we got. And then Sweet. we're going to talk about it. And then. Um, so I can't wait to get some more recommendations. Yes, too. exactly. Tell us what to read. Please. Good, bad, otherwise. Yep. And I'm, if, if I hate it, I will tell you I hate it. You, oh, yeah. You're more than welcome to like it. But It'd be I fun will, to cover it on the show. I will. <laughs> it can be pretty ruthless. Awesome. I like most books. Well, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so that should be really fun uh, for episode 40, but it's a little ways off and we have a few things to talk about before then. We are headed down the road and we will be in the States next week, which will be in the lower 48 for the first time since June. Beginning of June, yeah. Yeah, yeah all summer. All summer, we did it. So you'll have to welcome us back. <laughs> <laughs> But we're looking forward to talking to you friends next week and until this until next time we'll see you down the road. Bye.